Okay, this, this week we read Parshas Toldos. Parshas Toldos talks about um, Yaakov and Esau being born and the, and the brachas that Yitzchak gave them. But also in the middle of the Parsha there's a discussion of a story with how Yitzchak lived on, in the kingdom of Abimelech and he became very wealthy. And then it, it talks about the wells which he dug. And the Torah tells us that all the wells, Chalabaris, that the servants of Avram dug while Avram was alive, the Pelishtim filled them up with earth. That's what it says. And then the Pasuk says that Yitzchak went back and he redug those wells that were filled up by the Pelishtim, and he called them the same name that Avram called them. And then the Pasuk tells us that Yitzchak dug more wells in the valley. He dug three wells. One was called Asek. One was called, and they fought with him on it. One was called Sitna, because they fought with him on it. And the third one, he called Rehovos, because um, they didn't fight with him, and now he felt he had, he was free to live in the land. So, the, the Ramban explains that the wells, these three wells, are Remez, for the Beis HaMikdash. There's three wells. The three Bati Mikdash, right? The first Beis HaMikdash, we know, was destroyed because of certain Averis. It says that's why it was called Asek. The second Beis HaMikdash was destroyed because of Sin HaSchinam. That's why it's called Sitna, which is a Lushan expression of hatred. And the third Beis HaMikdash will not be destroyed. It's called Rechaivais. It's wide. They're gonna, it's, gonna, it's not going to be destroyed. And Rabban says, why? What, what about uh, Be'er as Rem's Beis HaMikdash? He says, because the Pasuk says in... Near me, to why is a bear mayim chaim, a well of living water? I mean, why is that based on mikdash? Because the Pasuk calls HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mekar mayim chaim es Hashem. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is called the Mekar mayim chaim, so the base of mikdash will also be called mayim chaim. So the question we have to ask ourselves is why is it that specifically a remez to the base, why, to the base of mikdash over here? Like, what's what's the point? But but also, why is the remez by the wells of Yitzchak? We also find a little bit later in the parsha, that there's a remez when it says when Yitzchak redug the well of Avram, it's a remez to the Mishkan Shilai, which was before we had a base mikdash. After the the mikdash was the Mishkan was just, was not, after we came there to Israel, but we had a base mikdash had Mishkan Shilai. It's a remez to that. It's also the well of Avram, but which was redug by Yitzchak, and also and later in parshas Vayetze, we also have when 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 Yaakov came to Haran. He came to the well. It says there were three groups of sheep waiting at the well, and Ramban says that's remez to the Beis Hamikdash as well. Of the three, three of the three Yom Tovim, the other Regal, and we come to the Beis Hamikdash. Also remez to, to Nila Sachak. If they look, look, if you look at Ramban and Pashtayet, so why do we find a remez to the Be'eris being compared to being a remez to the Beis Hamikdash by, by Yitzchak and Yaakov, but no such remez by Avram? There's no such remez by Avram. As a matter of fact, also interesting thing about. Avram's Be'eris, Avram's wells, the Pasuk over here says, it spells the word Be'eris. When Yitzchak went back and redug the Be'eris Mayim of, of Avram, it's, that spells it without the Vav, almost as if it's a Lashen, a singular, as opposed to uh, a plural. And the Zayar Chadash says that it was really just one Be'er, the Be'eris of Avram. And wherever Avram went, his Be'er went with him. So the question, what's the significance of the fact that Avram had just one bear, and why was that bear not a remez 
to to the to the to base of Mikdash like we find by Yitzchak and Yaakov. One one last point, the um, the Gemara Sochem points out the pasuk says in Yeshaya that v'halcho amim rabim. It's talking about the end of days. The many nations are going to come and they're going to say. We should go up to the house of the God of Yaakov. And the Gemara says, specifically the God of Yaakov, but not the God of Avram and Yitzchak. Why? Because Avram said, it's all the same God, but he means, Avram said, Avram called him Har Maria Har, a mountain. And Yitzchak said, he called it a field. Yaakov called it a house. So we're thinking, oh, what's what? We're all talking, they're all talking about the same place. Avram called it a mountain. Yitzchak called it a field. And Yaakov called it a house. So we're saying, at the end of the day, they're going to say, we're going to go up to the house. We're going to go to the house of Yaakov. Because it was a house. It's not just a mountain or a field. What's the significance? So was, I, I heard an explanation from Moshe Shapiro, that the, the referencing here... That that Avram introduced Avram introduced Hakadosh Baruch Hu to the world. You know, Avram introduced monotheism to the world, and he preached it all over the place. But he brought Hashem into the world. He brought him it was only only to a har, to a mountain, which is part of the world, but it's not in, in not civilized territory. Yitzchak brought Hashem closer to a sada and to a field, and Yaakov brought him even closer, more intimate. He brought it into a house. So the, the, the accomplishments of the, of the Abbas who built one on the other and the, connecting this world to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That, that 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 was the accomplishment of Ram Yitzchak Yaakov. So now 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 let's try to put this all together and come, try try to come to understanding of why the Be'eris there's no remnants of the Be'eris the Be'smikdash of Ram, and why specifically by Yitzchak and Yaakov, and also what we can learn from there. So we see that the the others were a progression of connecting this world to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Now we have to understand obviously Hashem is here regardless of whether we connect to Him or not. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is here, kind of like if you think about it, kind of like a well. The water is there. We just have to dig it, dig it down, and to uncover it. So Hashem is in this world. We just have to connect to Him. So Avraham Avinu, what did he accomplish? Avraham Avinu, the Gemara Major says, Avraham is raw, raw, histakal babira, raw Avraham looked into this world. It was a time in the world where people were were worshiping idols. They didn't believe. They didn't believe in a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And Avraham said, "There's a world here. Someone must have created this world." Someone must be running this world. It doesn't run, run by itself. That was Avram's accomplishment. Which went, and then he went around the world and he preached this, and he spread this concept of that there's one God who created the world, who runs the world. That was Avram's accomplishment. But that means Avram, what, what, why was that? Because Avram, wherever Avram looked, he saw Hashem. That was, that was Avram's accomplishment, with his philosophy or whatever it was that Avram, however he came to this realization, but he, he saw Hashem everywhere in this world. That's what he did. The, the, so we can say about Avram Avinu that although he only brought, connected a Kaddish Baruch to this world and he didn't bring him, it wasn't as intimate as later as Yaakov, Yitzchak and Yaakov, but he connected Hashem to this world. He brought him to this world. But is, uh, the flip side of, of that, that intimacy is that because he saw him everywhere. Avram, there was no, you couldn't, Hashem, Avram had to introduce Hashem to this world because he saw him in every single thing in this world. So wherever he looked was Hashem. There was no way to designate a certain space that's more intimate. Here we see Hashem, here we don't see Hashem. Because, because that, because that's Avram's concept that every, everywhere he looked to Hashem. As opposed to Yitzchak and Yaakov, they were building on Avram's introduction of Kaddish Baruch to this world. So they began to not deny Hashem's existence everywhere, but being able to say, okay, but now let's focus on him. He'll reveal himself more and more in specific places. So now, if the, we see from, we see from the Chazal where the Ramban brings that the Be'eras, the wells, are a remnant of the Beis Hamikdash, 
I remember the connection to So we asked, we can understand why the Zayar Khalish says that Avram only had one bear, and wherever he went with that bear, wherever he went, the bear went with him. Because if the bear represents us connecting to Hakadosh Baruch because just like the Beis Hamikdash is us connecting to him, so Avram saw Hashem everywhere in the world. So wherever he went, that's where his bear was. That's what he saw. As opposed to Yitzchak and Yaakov, so we asked the question: Why was the remez to the Beis Hamikdash specifically by Yitzchak and Yaakov and not by Avram? Because Avram didn't have that. The Avrams, of course, Avram had a close connection to Kadosh Baruch Hu, but he was he saw Hashem everywhere in the world. That the connection was not designated to a specific spot, whereas Yitzchak and Yaakov could further not relegate Hashem to a specific spot, but further show and and make more obvious in a specific place Hashem's connection to this world, as opposed to Avram, where he saw everything everywhere and everything is all he saw was Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That, that was that was Avram. So that's very nice. We we, asked, we answered our questions. Why is it why is it there remez? Why, why is it that there's a remez to the Be'eresh specifically by Yitzchak and Yaakov and not by Avram? And why does Avram only have one Be'er? But what does that have to do with us? How do we take a lesson from there? Because we have to understand, Avram introduced HaKadosh Baruch Hu to this world. He didn't bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu to this world. Hashem was here without Avram. He just introduced, he pulled away a layer and he showed the world that Hashem is here. He proved to them, he showed them that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is here. So every person in their life as well goes through periods of time we don't see HaKadosh Baruch We don't see Him. So it, and and how, how do we connect with Him? So the first step is to recognize that Hashem is everywhere. Hashem, wherever you look, there really is. If you look hard enough, you'll see HaKadosh Baruch in the world. And once you are cognizant of that fact, that Hashem is here and Hashem is with you, then you can, then you can bring Him into your own personal life. And then you can bring Him and you can, and you can have that more intimate relationship. And we can come to, uh, we can come to a Sada and then we come to a bias. So just like HaKadosh Baruch just like, so that's the importance of the remnants over here, by, by, by Yitzchak telling us that uh, the Torah telling us about, about the Be'eris, which with the, the Be'eris is, is the parsha, is, is, is right before the, right the brachas. Well, not much right before, but a few parshas before the brachas is the Tashem is telling us about the Be'eris. The Torah tells us about the Be'eris because we have to recognize that how are we going to, we going to connect to Kaddish Baruch because he's here in this world. But we, but the first thing to do is the remez of is specifically by Yitzchak, not by Yaakov, because first you have to introduce Hashem to the world. Once you introduce Hashem to yourself and your world, then the sky's the limit. You can connect to Him in a more personal way. You can bring Him into your life, and then all the brachas will be chal, and you'll have that great success. Okay, so that's the